lots of bloggers actually use iPhones to create their content and they get thousands of likes. And today I want to go over a step-by-step -step guide to taking good photos on your iPhone. Trust me, your followers can see when you put in one minute into editing your photo or five to ten and they can see that difference. Hello everybody, this is Valerie with Start Your Influence Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and dedicating your time to learn something new and grow your page or just to gain knowledge today. Thank you. I'm excited to be teaching you today and we will be discussing how to take good Instagram photos on your phone and get amazing results. That is going to be our topic today. And before we get into it, I'd love to tell you guys that I have amazing content on my Instagram that you guys can also check out. And there are tutorials, there are collaboration tips. I recently did a whole session on that. You can find that in the highlights on my Instagram. There is lots of interest in that from you guys. I am guessing because lots of you guys want to work with brands, get money, earn money, as well as get products for free, which is awesome. And that is definitely an amazing part of being an Instagram influencer so if you are interested in that as well go ahead and check out my highlights on the stories under at valerie underscore lisitsana that is my instagram name and now i want to get into talking about iphone photography in general taking back our time a couple of years before iphones existed years ago we didn't even have iphones we didn't even know that you can take photos on your iphone or phone in general i feel like people didn't even expect that to happen and now now, bringing back to 2020, we can take amazing photos on our iPhones and we don't even need DSLR cameras. And lots of bloggers actually use iPhones to create their content and they get thousands of likes for that kind of content. So if you believe that you need the best gear, you can't take photos without that, you need to get the best camera out there, the best lenses, that is not true because with our technology that exists nowadays, you can create high quality content using your phone alone but of course there's a catch not everybody can take good photos on their phone otherwise all of our parents could probably take amazing shots as well but that is not true if I give my phone personally to some of my friends or even my brothers for example they will not take good photos of me they will turn out horrible you just need to know how to do it yourself and there are some principles and composition rules and lighting rules that are involved in this process as well as editing of course I believe believe is a big part of having a good result from your iPhone shots. But in general, especially if you're going to be having someone take your photos, which is probably how you take your photos, you need to kind of instruct them on how the process needs to be. But before that, you have to learn yourself how to take amazing shots. And today I want to go over a step-by-step -step guide to taking good photos on your iPhone because there are some things involved, like I said, that are important. And I think you guys should really hear this out and take note because this can really improve your content that you post and the quality of photos that you get from your iPhone. Literally, you can create such amazing photos and I've posted on my stories before. I had this little questionnaire where I would post a picture on my DSLR camera and then a picture on my iPhone and had people vote if it was shot on iPhone or camera and people couldn't tell the difference because of the quality of iPhone shots I was creating. So you can create amazing photos with your iPhone and people won't even know the difference if that was taken on a camera or an iPhone. So let's get into it. Step number one is having and using natural light. I am big on this. I am not a fan of flash 
photography. I just think that it reminds me of like 2005, those really fob wedding photos. That's my personal, like, I don't know why this reminds me of just unprofessional. I don't know. I just, I, I don't like flash photography at all. Maybe some kind of like Polaroid vibes, but nothing other than that. So I really recommend using natural light. Lighting is the foundation of a good photo and understanding how to use light is the first and most important rule for getting great photos on your iPhone and I shoot usually in the daytime. I don't have, if you actually look in my feed, I don't have any photos that are in the dark usually. Like literally probably like less than 1% of my photos are in the dark and that is because also it matches my aesthetics. I have a more lighter vibe to my theme, to my feed and so if you want more lighter colors in your feed, then you should definitely shoot in the light. And also, when you shoot in the dark, another reason I don't shoot in the dark is you have shadows on your face and you just look... Uh, like automatically negative five stars <laughs> out of ten just because you're shooting in the dark because you start to get like shadows under your eyes you look like you haven't slept for like three days and I just I just that's not my vibe and like photoshopping that I don't have time for that so I just would rather shoot during the day if I'm investing a couple hours into a shooting might as well do it during the day because you're already wasting time on that so that is just my number one step to having good photos is having good lighting number two is don't overexpose your images you can always brighten up a photo in Lightroom or whatever app you use to edit you can always make it lighter but if it is overexposed it's really hard to get that quality back because when you're shooting it with a iPhone and it's overexposed so that means there is too much light in the photo it actually blurs the quality of your shot so once you try to edit that back you can't really get that quality back because you have already ruined it with that overexposure on your photo so what I recommend my little tip is to always adjust your exposure so when you take out your camera just click on the screen and drag it down a little bit so it's not overexposed but it's like that perfect lighting that you can always play with and adjust when you're editing with presets. Step number three is shooting at the right time. This is also an important key because you guys, I'm sure you've seen a photographer's post about that golden lighting. That is a huge thing I feel like on Instagram. It's an aesthetic that people love. That golden lighting is just beautiful. It's pretty much when the sun is low on the horizon and it just makes every photo beautiful. It gives you that glow on the skin, that photographers love and you can achieve that on your iPhone as well. You do not have to have a DSLR camera to get those amazing golden hour shots. I'm sure some of you guys have even taken selfies in golden hour and your skin is glowing, your eyes are popping. That's kind of what you achieve. So if you want to shoot in golden hour, the best times to shoot uh, maybe an hour or two before sunset so you guys have that time to get that shot at golden hour and not miss it, you know, because you don't want to come to shoot 10-20 minutes before golden hour is ending because you probably won't have enough time to really capture enough shots. So I recommend doing that but also I recommend shooting during the daytime. Here in Seattle we kind of have a lot of cloudy weather so I don't really have to fight the sun but if you live in a more sunny area you might want to consider having a shoot in the morning somewhere around 10 a.m. maybe before the afternoon sun really sets in so you don't get that contrasty you know sunny look but honestly it's all 
all up to your preference. Some photographers love shooting during that crazy, you know, ray of sunshine light because they can shoot in that light. Not everybody can play with that, but also consider what your iPhone can handle. If your phone can't really handle that super bright color, then you might want to try to shoot in the morning or shoot during golden hour when the sun is less vibrant and it's not as strong on your photos. I hope that makes sense. And also a little hack for me, if you're not a photographer, I wanted to explain more that clouds diffuse the light that comes from the sun and it just creates a more softer and flattering effect and that can get you better photos. Again, if you like shoot in the super bright, you know, sun and you end up shooting that day, it's okay. Just go find a place with shadows. I sometimes shoot in the sun and that's okay. I don't feel, I don't think it's a huge deal or a big deal. Like some photographers really make it. Like some photographers I know shoot at like 6 a.m. just to avoid that sun that's super bright. And I'm like, no, I'm not that extra. I'm not going to shoot at 6 a.m. just to get like that cloudy weather. I don't really care that much. I can go find a shadow shadow, some kind of wall, you know, that's away from the sun. And that's fine for me, especially if you're shooting on your iPhone. I don't think it's a big deal, but it's up to you. If you're more picky, then go ahead and shoot during the uh, time where the clouds are more diffused. But if you are like not so crazy about that, like me, go ahead and just find a time in a place that works for you. But my recommendations again to the timing of the shoots is morning and golden hour. That's just kind of the preference. Again, you can't always, you know, work on that schedule. Sometimes you have stuff coming up, so you end up shooting during the super bright hours of the sun and that is totally fine as long as you find what works for you and looks better on camera. Number four is playing around with your angles. I have a tutorial on this on my YouTube. It was a tutorial on how I shoot my Instagram photos. If you want to check that out at my YouTube channel, it's called Val Lissitsina. Anyways, I kind of talked about this and I showed it more visually, but if you like yourself to be more longer on photos, you can shoot from a slightly lower angle so you can hold your phone a little lower so somebody else I mean can't hold that lower for you and they can take a picture of you so your legs look longer if you like more of that normal that kind of just straight on photo angle then you can just shoot straight on and if you shoot from the top you kind of appear a little bit bigger I would say on the face it kind of makes your the upper body look bigger than the legs so that makes sense that's kind of what I know for sure is a fact so you just need to move your camera around and that is up to the person who's taking your photos as well. Always instruct them and show them how you would like your photo before they take it so they don't ruin your mood with a really ugly photo. So that's kind of what I've learned over experience. You kind of have to instruct the person and even showing them like a screenshot of a Pinterest photo that you're like, this is the inspo that I want. So please recreate this. This is what we're going for. And then now the person who's taking your photos has a better visual representation in their head of what you want from them right so that really helps put that out there give them a screenshot and be like this is what we need to get today please help me achieve it and they will try their best so that is another little tip for me to instruct your photographer 
to shoot you better. Also, on the new iPhones, there is that super wide lens, and that gives you huge long legs, like giraffe legs. And so, if you want to achieve something interesting like that, more creative with those long legs effect, you can use that iPhone setting. So that is another really cool thing that is available on our phones nowadays, and it's kind of similar to a camera lens. There are wide camera lenses that can create a wide effect, and that is kind of what people are creating with iPhone lenses, and that's what Apple just created pretty much, so we have that option to get that wide angle. That is really cool. There's advancement in that area, and I think that the camera quality on our phones is only going to get better, and I'm sure that sooner or later, it'll be almost or close to a DSLR camera. I'm sure in the future that's going to happen. Step number five in creating a awesome iPhone shot is using depth. So depth is pretty much that focus. So wherever you're focusing is the depth that you have and everything else in the background is blurry. One thing that we have right now on iPhones, I'm going to talk about iPhones because I have an iPhone and whoever has an Android will still get the same point, right? But I'm just going to talk from an iPhone perspective because I have one. Sorry, guys. And what I'm going to just talk about is that portrait mode that we have in iPhones and what you can do is you pretty much focus on one thing and everything else in the background is extra blurry and it looks like camera. One thing I would say though, of course, I personally am not a big fan of iPhone portrait mode because I just feel like it's like a fake camera, but it's okay and it does work pretty well. But sometimes that only thing that kind of triggers me or like makes my eye cringe, just the fact that when you zoom in, some areas might not be blurry so that camera setting and that iPhone mode does not clearly blur everything out at all times, but it still actually, you know, gets the point across and it makes it look like there's that bouquet or blurriness in the background. But of course, if you don't have portrait mode, then then it's okay because you can do the same thing with your basic camera on iPhone, but you just need to hold something closer. So I have a photo on my Instagram I shot by the Leaning Tower of Pizza, and I was holding an ice cream cone, and I focused on the ice cream cone with the camera iPhone camera that didn't have portrait mode and I still achieved that depth and I got that background blurry. So you you can still do that. You just have to be a little bit closer to the camera itself. So you can try that out. You can create that depth and it's fun to play around with. It makes your photos more interesting and it really is a good thing for detail shots of something closer or it can be like a coffee or it can be like flowers, whatever you want and are thinking of as a detail shot. Sixth step in creating an awesome some iPhone shot is going to be to get creative. So what I recommend, highly recommend actually, is to go on Pinterest and find creative ideas and you can shoot them on your iPhone. You can do some kind of interesting leg poses. You can bring some kind of props like apples, fruits, flowers to your photos. You can throw them up. You can have somebody hold flowers in front of the camera and just get creative. Think about all the fun stuff you can do and recreate them. So literally before you go shoot, screenshot like 10 photos that you can kind of get inspo from and recreate it with the person you're shooting. That is something I highly recommend and literally before I shoot, especially when I have those brand shots, when I know that, okay, I need to get these kind of brand photos, I literally screenshot 10 photos and then I'm, I tell my photographer, this is what we're getting today because that helps the photographer so much, whoever's behind your phone taking the photos and it helps you get creative and not just shoot basic shots. And my last 
last step for you guys is going to be editing and that is step number eight for us and it's our last one editing is a big deal I believe that sometimes it's not even the photo that's taken it's the editing that makes the photo better and that is obviously going to affect iPhone photography a lot more I feel like editing is a lot it just makes a bigger difference because on iPhones it's kind of basic it's that basic shot you know that you're getting but you're creating something new and something awesome out of that with editing you can add some kind of light you can add a lens flare you can add bokeh you can add bright colors and that really changes what the photo looks like and it just makes it interesting and people stop scrolling on their Instagram when they end up seeing your photo because it's edited and you can see that somebody invested time into editing that's another thing like trust me your followers can see when you put in one minute into editing your photo or five to ten and they can see that difference that quality content that you created so I definitely recommend editing and investing into your editing uh, apps or whatever you use to edit I recommend Lightroom if you do not know what Lightroom is that is something you need to check out. It is a big deal. So most photographers, like literally, I'm going to say 99.9% of photographers probably use Lightroom because it is so professional and there is just so much options on there that no other software has. And bloggers now use presets through Lightroom because you can have that on your mobile. So now Lightroom is an app. And that gave us so much more access and so much more people can play around with that through presets. Presets are filters and you can use them in Lightroom inside the app and you just slap that on your photos. And you can buy these presets from many photographers, many bloggers, and I sell them as well. If you like my editing style, go ahead and check them out. I created them specifically for influencers and bloggers who are trying to market their products themselves and grow their following. And with my presets, you truly can create that high quality photo. You can create that blogger editing style. You can create a theme in your feed that is unison. So it's in one style. That's really something I struggled with personally before I got into Instagram because I couldn't understand how bloggers have such good feeds on their Instagram. And that was something I was so pissed about because I was like, my feed is so ugly and everybody has nice feeds. All the bloggers have nice feeds. Why can't I achieve that? And that's when I... I created those presets for myself and now it's so simple for me because I just use my presets and I don't have to worry about creating that feed because I know all my photos will look good together because they're edited in my preset so that is one thing I wanted to say and you can really achieve that with presets alone I recommend doing that check them out the mini package or the full package I have created a mini package for those who can't afford the big one you can go ahead and purchase the mini one it has five presets and then the full package has 25 and they're super affordable. Most blogger presets are close to $100 for one package of five presets, you guys. My packages have 25 presets and they're about $42. So that is a big difference and you can't get that anywhere else. So that is the deal that I have for you guys. And honestly, for me, it's not really about that selling it. It's more about giving that value to you guys. That's why I created 25 presets versus five. And I hope you guys use them, check them out. And just check them out to see what they are in case you didn't know what presets are and be educated in this area just to know what 
bloggers and photographers are using. And now that you know how to take amazing photos using your iPhone, I just want to encourage you to get out there and shoot and don't think that you need to have the best gear, the best camera to get those quality photos. You need to just know how to get behind that iPhone camera and take those awesome shots to move the camera the right way to get that exposure and lighting in the right position and how to edit your photos the right way. So that's all it takes. Go ahead and just, I hope this encourages you because I remember I was always thinking that I need to have the best gear out there and that's not true. That was false and that's something I learned over the years of creating content constantly on Instagram and producing content monthly. So I hope this helps. I hope you can take something away take some notes, and shoot, you guys. And I'm so happy that you guys are listening. I'm seeing your guys' streams. I'm seeing how much people are listening, and it's awesome to see that you guys are interested in these podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful day, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you in the next podcast episode.